Hello and welcome to CBS Radio Mystery Theater from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. Guilt. 
And he ought not to get nothing worse than second degree manslaughter. I don't see it matters much, but maybe that's all he'll get. No, no, no. That salesman's going to hang. What's it to you, anyway? You've done your bit, brought in a killer. Sell your hand. No way. It's all going to be in my hands. Now, just what's that supposed to mean? It means that I... I got to do the hanging. You? Why should you have to do it? Why? <laughs> because I've been told to do it. Told by who? By town council. Bert Clippinger. Leo Bates. Old Seth Boney. They decided. Uh, Bates told me. Called me into his office just afternoon. All smiles. Like he's doing me a favor. Tom, if the judge calls for a hanging, we're going to have to let you do it. Uh, me. I got to do their dirty work. And you know why? Well, I don't. To save money. Save money? That's right. They figure me already being on salary, they'll just hand the execution over to me. Save their tax-paying voters a bundle from hiring a professional hangman. Then maybe they'll give you a fat bonus. Bonus? Holy crow. That's not the point. What What I'm saying is I, I can't. I, I, I don't... I'm getting yourself all worked up won't help matters, Tom. Tom, you wait. You wait, here. Nobody knows has ever seen a man tripped out that way. And I've seen it. I've, I've been there. And it is bad. Tom. Tom, wait. I don't feel so good. Well, that makes two. One of my splitting headaches is coming off. Oh, it's just awful. Worse than usual, I feel real dizzy. Hmm? Like I'm just going blind with another old stress headache. Oh, sorry about that. You know what Dr. Crow said about my stress. Yeah, I know about stress. Bad for the health. Okay, well, try not to give me stress, Tom. Simmer down. Stop worrying about that no-count salesman. Uh, I'll, I'll try. Uh, goodbye, sir. And Tom. Yeah? You stop on your way to the office and see Dr. Crow. You know, he said he had a new prescription for my headache. You tell him to bring that prescription right out here. I just don't know how I'll get through this day. All right, sir. I'll send him out. And don't you worry. Maybe the judge will let that salesman off easy. Order. Order in this court. Order. You hear? I'll clear this courtroom. Now, Mr. Frank Tanner, our blue ribbon jury has found and declared you guilty of felonious homicide in the first degree. Uh, you got some final say for this here court? Oh, Judge, Your Honor, that's real considerate of you. I, I don't have much to say more than what I said already. I didn't mean to kill anybody, especially your Mr. Hambrook. I know he was well thought of here in Lakeville. I know he had a family and all, and... What I want to say is, I'm sorry. I had no intention of killing Mr. Hambrook. I didn't mean to do it. Judge, I wouldn't have hurt on a man if I could help it. It just happened. It was all an accident. Being born can be an accident, too, son. But never an excuse. Please, please, Your Honor. Your Honor, I've told the truth. 
just how it all was. How we got to exchanging words and scuffing around a little. That's all, sir. I, I didn't mean to hit him hard. He just fell. Hit his head on that bar stool. It was just an accident. I I sure didn't plan on nothing. Why, I'd never even been in this town or in that bar before. I never knew Mr. Hambrook, never seen or heard of him before. I wish I'd never had that drink with Mr. Hambrook. If wishes were horses, boy, beggars would ride. Got any more final say for us, Frank? Looks like I might as well save my breath. <laughs> You're right. <laughs> it is my solemn duty to pass sentence on you. Said sentence being that you shall be hung by your neck until you are declared dead. Right. Now, until the day of your execution, a day not yet decided on, but in the near future, you shall be handed over to the administrations of our dedicated lawman, Sheriff Tom Bender. say if I'm awake or in a bad dream. Uh, hard for any of us to figure that sometimes. Uh, how's your appetite? What appetite? I'm too depressed to have an appetite. Well, maybe some baked beans would cheer you up. Uh, didn't I hear you express a special yen for baked beans? Yeah. yeah. Hey, say, this is spotting of you, Sheriff. Thanks. Yeah, well, what about some cornbread? Oh. Fresh and still warm. Your wife just baked it. Hey, this is mighty good. I like cornbread. Hey, this is real special. Your woman must be some cook. Well, she's got Mac for cornbread. Uh, oh, and here. Huh? Figured your throat might be a speck dry. Hey, man. My favorite brew. <laughs> and, hmm, nice and cold, too. Dewy cold. Fix this old jail cell up for you, too, Frank. Uh, this part of the courthouse is old, from way back in Civil War days. So these walls here are real thick. Cool in summer, warm in winter. Thanks. Thanks for the fair shake. You're something all right for a long Well, whatever I can do, Frank. And raisins. <laughs> I never did have cornbread with raisins. You're okay, Sheriff. The first time I... I ever got a decent treatment and a slammer. You're... You're... All right, Jeff. <laughs> I got the hang. The judge, he said that. He said it. You heard him say it. I've been sort of crazy thinking it wasn't real. It's a dream. It's a joke. Something. But it's no joke, is it? I'm gonna hang. I'm gonna die. I'm going to be as dead as a sack of oats. Uh, now, now, Frank, you've you got to keep a tight rein on But I never meant to kill anybody. It just happened. I know that, Frank. Sheriff, you don't think it's right, do you? I ought to hang? No, no, I don't think it's right. Uh, you being sheriff, isn't it something? Anything you can do? <clears throat> uh, where do you hail from, Frank? Oh, here, there. Up north, mostly. Uh, you got any friends up there you could call? No, no. Always been on the road, always going, selling. Mm. 
Oh, I had a... Thought I had anyway some friends once. When my wife left, they just stopped coming around. Seems they were more her friends. Uh, how about relatives? None that could do me any good. A good lawyer might help, but, uh, of course, their services come <laughs> Too high for me. I haven't done too bad selling, but the wife took everything. I figured to do better if I could open new sales routes down here. And I wasn't doing too bad either until this. Yeah, so you're stony broke. Flat out. Yeah, you sure got off onto a rough and lonely road. Now, roads ought to go somewhere. All the roads I ever took just kept going. Till this road finally ends. At the end of a rope. Oh, Sheriff. Can't you do something? Yeah, my friends call me Tom. Tom, please help me. Yeah, I'd like to, Frank. I, I, I want to. I mean, there must be something or other. Yeah, there's hope. Well, what kind? Uh, the kind a man always has when he's still alive. <laughs> no, no, that kind won't last me long. Anyway, I can't last. I can't take it. I can't hold together. I, I, I can never face that rope. Yeah, neither can I. You don't have to. I hope not. Well, you're a good man. <laughs> I appreciate it. You're concerned and all. You just hold on, Frank. Keep the faith. If I can do anything at all, I will. of an executioner presents society with a troublesome philosophical dilemma. Then what about our chosen hangman? Tom is an easygoing, amiable fellow who would apparently rather do almost anything than hang a fellow man. Now a dilemma is defined as a predicament that seemingly defies a satisfactory solution. Yet Sheriff Bender implies a possible way out. Does he believe in miracles? I'll be back shortly with that. Behind every successful man, we are told, is a woman. We might add, in the case of Sheriff Tom Bender's wife, Sarah, an ambitious, perhaps even an unscrupulous woman. We also know that ambition's drive may carry you to the top or drive your spouse to the top, which is presumably where she wishes you to be. I might add, as possibly germane to our story, the legend that a hand-pecked husband once had chiseled on the tombstone of a domineering woman, she is at peace, and so am I. Tom, you come in and to supper. I'm not so hungry, Sarah. Well, you better stop moping over that no-count salesman if you know what's good for you. What's good for me? Yeah, I've been thinking about that. Well, you can think better after a good supper. I need time. I, I got to work things out. Oh, come on now, honey. I baked up a big pan of cornbread. Uh, yeah, with the raisins in it? Foods and raisins. Yeah. Plenty of ham hocks, beans, gravy. Well, that's mighty generous of you, Sarah, but I... I I'm just not so hungry. I can't understand why you have to get yourself in a frazzle over that no-good salesman. Uh, 
maybe it'd come a sight more clear if you'd just consider how in three days I gotta take that salesman out and murder him. Murder him? Why do you have to talk like that? Because that's what I've gotta do. Murder him. It isn't murder. You're just gonna hang him. Yeah, that's right. Until he's dead. And he'll be dead on account of me. Because I put the rope around his neck. Tom, you just have to stop thinking about it. Stop thinking about it? <laughs> Don't you have any idea what I'm up against? Of course I do. But we have to face facts. Facts? The fact is, i got to take this man out, put a rope around his neck, kick a trap door out from under him, and watch him die. Fact is, I gotta kill a man who never did me a wrong. Uh, a man I hardly even know. Now, ain't that murder? But you're the sheriff! But I'm not a hangman. I don't have to kill a man just because I'm told to do it. Because someone pays me to do it. I'm not a paid killer. Honey, you got a big career ahead of you. If you don't do your duty now, somebody else will. Not me, sir. That's what I'm saying. Not me. You, can't you get that through your head? I can't. You nope. will, Tom. If you want to be sheriff. Is that all you think about? All you care about? If somebody else has to hang that salesman, then somebody else is going to be sheriff. Uh-huh. And that's the worst thing you can think of. Just about. If murdering a man isn't worse, what is? you what's worse. The thought of being married to a man working for $4 an hour in the Lakeville paper mill. And that's where you'll end up, Tom, if you don't hang this salesman. Back to the paper mill, where I found you. Where you'd still be if it wasn't for me. Sir, please listen to me. Yo, you listen. Remember, there's an election coming up. You do remember the election. Now that you mention it, sure. Oh, Tom... Tom, I, I, I don't feel so good. Huh? I feel things. Uh, 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 getting one of your head. Yes, it's coming on. And it's all your fault. Now, you call Dr. Cole. He's got to check me over. I think it's my heart, too. He said I had to watch my blood pressure. Now, you call him. Uh, what were you saying about the election? I'm sir? saying you better do what you have to do, or you'll be out of office and you know it. Everybody's just waiting to see if you've got the guts to give that salesman his just desserts. If you don't, you'll not only be nosing around the paper mill looking for work, you'll be looking for this nice big house on the river, and you'll be looking for that big sailboat you've been dreaming about, and you'll be looking for me. Uh, you, sir. Tom, hold up the call. I think I'm going to think. All right, all right, I'll call him. I won't be married to any mill hand. I'm married a man I can look up to, a man going places. Sheriff of Lickville, Sheriff of Grundy County. You're not going to settle for less, Tom Bender. You won't. I won't let you. Rise and shine, Mr. Tanner. Leave me alone. When you roll over, roll out. <laughs> I'm uh, Judge Thomas here, town deputy. You get a special appointment for the hanging? Nope. I've been upriver after a guy been dynamiting fish. That's against the law. <laughs> 
Almost had him, too, but I got a call from Sheriff Tom to hurry back here and give him a hand. And you didn't waste no time. No way. Like Ben Franklin used to say, time is money. Now, uh, Frank, how much do you weigh? About uh, 165. Hey, what's it to you? Vital statistics. Why are you taking notes? Data. Vital data. Vital data? Hmm. On hanging. Nobody around here, hardly anyone anywhere, knows much about hanging. I didn't know anything about it either. Had to check a book on it out of the library. They had a good book on the subject published in England called A Handbook on Hanging. You have to know plenty. You have to be an expert to assure what they call a neat drop. You know, you can't bungle a hanging. You can't have a roughneck job. A roughneck job? Right. Everything's got to be carefully worked out. I bet you figured it was just a simple job any amateur could pick up on. I figure you can take your little notebook and get lost. Oh, man. Psychologically speaking, that's the worst thing you can do, Mr. Tanner. Try to dismiss the subject. Try to put it out of your mind. That's bad. You, you have to think about it in depth. From every angle, you have to prepare yourself, psych yourself up. I, I think it's called in uh, clinical psychology, pre-adaptive adjustment. When I want your opinion, quiz kid, I'll give it to you. Just get lost, will you? I want to help you, Mr. Tanner. And I can help. That's my major in college, computer psychology. You doing the term paper on hand? <laughs> of course not. Sheriff Tom's my uncle. He lets me work for him during summer vacation. But I've never been in on a hanging, so I had to bone up fast. See, it's a delicate problem in logistics, but I'm going to work it down to a T. Now, look, you take weight. Weight is the most crucial data. Every job is different. You always have to figure the weight, the strength of the rope, the number of feet of drop, all like that. What's that? This? Oh, it's a chart I got out of the book. You see here, length of drop in a neat job averages six feet. This um, varies inversely with the body weight. Now, you give or take a few pounds either way. But here, see, you go down the chart here to where it says 165 pounds. You did say 165? I might be off a few amps. Well, it's no matter. I'll make due allowance. Now, you run down the chart here to 165 then mark across to the left-hand column here, and it gives the correct feet of drop. And seems to be approximately three feet. Uh, but you're young and strong built, so here it says you add a foot to make it a four-foot drop. Get out of here. Get away from me. Uh, Frank. Get, get away from me. You come kill us. Get away from me. You control you. You you murdering creep. No, you got me all wrong. Listen, You're worse I... than me. You're worse than any cold-blooded killer I ever heard of. Weighing a man out like a Christmas turkey. Killing a man for pay. Me? Oh, no, Mr. Tanner, not me. I, I wouldn't. I, I, I couldn't hang anybody. It's against my moral principles. I'm, I'm doing this for you and, and for Sheriff Tom. He's the one who has to do the hanging. What? Oh, sure, he has to do it, but see, he doesn't know anything about it, so I want to make it easy for him. And for you, Mr. Tanner, for all of us, I... The sheriff? Tom? Oh, the poor guy. He doesn't like this any more than we do, but he wants to make the best of it. We all want to do that. No. 
No, he's... He's my friend. Tom's my friend. He said he'd help me. Morning, Sheriff Tom. Morning, Judd. Yeah, I'm duty bright and early again, well, I see. Got to see that scaffolding's up on schedule and according to plan. Has to be precise on the button. Mm-hmm. Good to see these days. Young man so involved uh, and dedicated to his work. Gallows have to be built according to specifications if we want a neat drop. Hmm. Looks mighty neat from here. Looks about finished. Mm, we'll be today. Had to have an essential heavy cross beam up there. And then two special fastening bolts terminating in hooks to hold the rope. Blacksmith had to make those up over in Ridgeway. And that trap, or a drop, as they call it, that's a very special custom job, too. Uh, how's that, John? Well, it has to be made of heavy pine fixed in an oak framework. has to be on a level with the floor and over a deep pit. Oh, it's going to be done right, Sheriff Tom. There won't be any slip-ups. Mm-hmm. How's our prisoner? Oh, not good. Not good at all. His morale, I mean. Uh, well, let's face it. His future's not too bright. I don't think he's made of the right stuff. The right stuff? You know, I mean, to make a proper adjustment. As long as he has to go, he ought to be more cooperative, more considerate. Or make it easier for all of us. Tom Bender, the friendly sheriff. Yeah, now, easy, Frank. Uh, uh, I just want to have a talk with you. I don't want to talk to you, you Judas creep. Uh, you have to see my side. I've seen too much of you already. Going to help me. Going to be my friend. And all the time, you're fixing to hang me. It's, it's supposed to be my job. Uh, but I was not lying. And, and I'll do anything I can to help you. I meant it. And I still mean it. Sure. You and that kid computer... You're both going to help me stay out of my sight. I won't see you till I have to. Oh, uh, Sheriff Tom, I forgot to tell you about the rope. Yeah, yeah, you just listen to your little helper. Huh? What kind of hand would you have without a rope, huh? Uh, what, what about the rope, Judge? Well, I just wanted you to know we got the best. Had to send over to Ridgeway for it. Have to have the finest hemp that won't stress. Only the best for me, huh, Fred? Oh, it uh, is the best. Three-quarter inch rope of five strands of Italian hemp. Like the book says, nothing is so bad as a broken drop. Yeah, fine, Judge. That's just fine. Uh, come on now, let's move along. And, uh, Frank, uh, you keep the faith. Uh, I'll see you later. There's only one place I want to see you, Judas Creep. In hell! I might quote to all concerned an old Chinese proverb that of 36 ways to avert disaster, running away is the best. But running appears out of the question for Frank and out of character for Sheriff Bender. We shall learn in Act 3 if Frank's desire to see the sheriff in hell is a curse or prophecy. between birth and death. But it may be a wrong role. And if it is wrong enough, 
playing it out can lead to disaster. Maladjustment, freely translated, means an inability to adjust oneself to circumstances. Desperately, one seeks a way out. Any way at all seems a better way than to go on playing an intolerable part. Then you must change the circumstances. Change them at any cost, you say. Easier said than done. We now commend you to a better world of forgiveness and mercy. It's going wrong. What's wrong? Oh, oh Lord, what's wrong? Recirculation, Tom. What's happening? Not enough drop, Tom. Look. Look, you're still kicking too light. Should have had another foot of drop. Get down there, Tom. Down there? Down there into the pit. Hurry, Tom. In the pit? No. No, I can't. In the pit. You want him to suffer. His neck's broke. Get down there. Get hold of his feet. He needs more weight, boy. More weight. I got him. I got him. That's right. Keep hold of his feet. Now, pull. Pull harder. That's right. Hold on and pull. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. Let me out. Tom. Tom, now it's all right. Oh, let, let, let me. Uh, uh, I can't breathe. There now, honey. Tom, honey. You're awake now. Oh, Sarah. Yeah. I'm here and it's all right now. I, I can't do it, Sarah. I won't do it. You just had another of your old night sweats. But you'll do it when the time comes. You'll face up. No. Yes, you will. No way. You'll do what you have to. I don't have to hang that salesman or anybody else. I'm putting in my resignation. I'm going to tell Seth Boney to take this sheriff's badge and choke on it. <laughs> oh. You hit me. Uh. Look at here. I'm bleeding. That badge, it hit me. You're going to put my eye out. Uh, Sheriff, uh, sorry, I, I I, didn't mean it. What's got into you? You're acting crazy. Crazy to lose. Uh, I, I said I was sorry. Uh, you now picked I gotta up go that badge. Pick it up. Put it on the bureau and come back to bed. Being Sheriff was your idea in the first place. Not mine. Uh, I'm getting out. You mean running away. I've got to get out. Back to Seacliff. That that sailboat. I can get it cheap, and I'm going. You are going to stay sheriff of Lakeville, or I'll make a little call to Seth Boney myself and to the county prosecutor. Well, now, Sarah, what, what would you have to talk to them about? You know. Know what? What I can tell them. What, Sarah? What would you tell them? Why, I'd remind them of those sales of all that land down the river where the new superhighway's cutting through. Those illegal contracts with the harbor construction outfit and all those other payoffs and dirty deals. I know all about them, Tom. All those debts you was running up, this house, that that new car. Uh, And I figured I had to do something. Anything to hang on. And... You went along. You knew 
You went along, Sarah. And and now you do this to me. Try me. Just you try me, mister. You want to walk out, ruin everything I've planned on? You go ahead. But I'll ruin you, too. Frank. Frank. You still want to talk? Uh, ain't it enough to hang a man without having to talk about it? Uh, the talk's about done. It's time for action. I'm going to bail you out. Sure you are. The moon's going to turn to green cheese. No, no. I mean it. We're breaking out. I'm a man of my word. Uh, you ought to have seen that. Take these. What's this? Two sharp chisels and a hammer. Looks like chisels and a hammer. Frank, listen. Do what I say. And you'll be out of here and long gone. Free as a whistle. John fooling, are you? I am not fooling. What I had to figure out was how to get out of the hanging and still be sheriff. One way to do it. You gotta get clean away so there'll be nobody for me to hang. And it's gotta look as a big surprise to me as the rest of this town. How can you manage that? Told you. This was an old part of the courthouse. Been here since Grant took Richmond. Concrete up there around those bars. <laughs> it's as soft and crumbly as sand. Wood's rotten. Work around those bars with these chisels a while. They'll come loose. Fall right out. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks. Thanks again. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry I called you some names. But if I do get through these bars, what's my chance of getting out of this country? First rate. Or I wouldn't be springing you. When those bars work loose, drop down into the weeds. There's a path that goes straight out back of the courthouse to a dirt road. Uh huh? You go right on that road, and you hightail it and keep going west down that river road. Got that? Yeah, I got it. Until that road crosses a creek about two miles out. Crosses a creek two miles out? Right. You get in under the west side of that little bridge. Wait there for further instructions. From who? How? I'll be there, Frank. Don't worry. On no account, move from under that bridge till you hear from me. Okay. Okay, that's it. Uh, just wait under the bridge. Huh? Yeah, yeah. That's it for now. Uh -huh. Make it that far, it's a cinch. And we're both out of the woods. Huh. I can't believe it. I'm not gonna hang. Oh, 
gone. Thank the Lord. I thought... I thought you... What happened? My leg. I heard it pass. Maybe broke it. Now, how'd you manage that? Well, they drop out the window. Getting out was easy, but it was a long drop down into the weeds. And I landed on a rock. My, my, my foot gave way. Can you get over ways to the river? I don't know why. Uh, I don't it's know. no more than 50 yards. You've got to make it. Uh, all right. All right. Sure, Tom. Uh, I can do it. This path goes through the willows to the river bank. Lobo's tied up there. Go down river a mile. Yeah. Stay close to this right bank. You'll see a white boat landing. Yeah. It'll be shining clear in the moonlight. It goes up to a big white house. Can't miss it. Pull in there. Let the boat go on down the river. Yeah. Two miles down, you'll go over Cowwaller Falls. And they'll figure that you went with it. Where will I be? In that big white house, safe and snug as a bug in a rug. How come I'll be so snug and safe in that house? <laughs> because, Frank, it's my house. Your house? Why, sure. You'll hold up there a while till the chase cools off. I'll fix you up with some clothes and traveling money. Find a way to get you over the state line. <laughs> Last place anybody looked for you would be in the sheriff's house. is good. What a relief. Those dogs, they sure threw a fit when they lost me on the river. Yeah, nothing much meaner than the uh, dog pack. Uh, sure was in bad shape. Awful. Tell me, I had now to do something about it. Yeah, we're gonna do something about it. Oh, okay. Now, you see, I'm gonna hide out here someplace. Uh, where's the wife? Uh, that's her. That's Sarah. Well, I don't, I don't... Uh, lying there by the table. What? What's happened? I mean, to her head. Blood. What's she doing lying there? Waiting. Waiting? There was an accident. Yeah, she's waiting for the undertaker. Tom... What are you doing? Stand right there, Frank. Don't move now. What's the gun for? Just don't move or try anything. It's a lost cause. What's this about? Who are you calling? We had a misunderstanding, the wife and I. I hit her. Lost my temper and hit her. Uh, Mike too hard. It was an accident. You know about accidents. Frank, you, you killed her. But I really didn't mean to do it. I was, oh, yeah. Hello, State Trooper's office. This is Sheriff Tom Bender over in Lakeville. Right. It, we had a man jump jail here during the early morning hours. Right, right. A man named Frank Tanner. Well, 
I just got back to my house, and I'm calling from there now. Tana was waiting here for me. Yeah, must have known how to find my place. I guess he figured to use my wife as a hostage. That's right. Right. Yeah. But looks like she put up a fight, and he killed her. That's right. Tanner killed my wife. Right. Oh, yeah. He's here, and I got him covered. Right, Lieutenant. You best run right over here and then pick him up. He's a mad dog killer and liable to do anything. You, Judas, creep. I know what it's like in jail, Frank. I've been there a long time. Now I'm free. I'm free, too. You see, I never wanted to be sheriff. I'd have been long gone if it hadn't been for Sarah. What I always wanted was a boat. A Tahiti rigged catch. Something to haul deck cargo over on the Gulf. That's all I've ever wanted. And now I'm going. You double-crossing lion, Judas Creep. Now, now, Frank. Isn't this better for both of us? I'm free. You were due to hang anyway. And isn't a gun quicker and easier than a rope? You see, Frank? Quick and easy. Maybe a lot easier. You know something, Abe? No funny thing, but Sheriff Tom, he would have gotten away with pinning his wife's murder on that escaped killer, Frank Tanner. Mighty clever idea, no doubt about it. But there happened to be a witness to the sheriff killing her just a few minutes before Tanner got there. Yep. That was some break, Judge. How'd it happen? Sarah's doctor, old Doc Crow, she was always complaining about bad headaches, always running Doc Crow out with prescriptions. She ordered some medicine delivered about an hour before the sheriff killed her. <laughs> Doc was a little late to help his patient. Now, what we have to do here is, we got to find someone to hang the sheriff. Sheriff Bender, driven by desperation to play the extreme role of killer, might have gotten away with pinning his wife's murder on the hapless scapegoat, Frank Tanner. But it is with murder, as it is in the theater. Bad timing can be a fatal flaw. And there happened to be a witness to the sheriff killing his wife just a few minutes before Tanner arrived. It was Sarah's doctor. I'll be back shortly. I do not recommend crime, especially the perfect crime. For one thing, perfection has its imperfections. And no matter how fine the crime, the punishment needed for it will be the same as for just any run-of-the-mill felony. Which returns us to the enigma presented in Act One. Now we must find someone to hang the sheriff. 
No one is born a hero. But if he becomes one, it is only through the forces of fear and circumstances. Perhaps those same forces can turn any one of us into a killer or a hangman. Our cast included Fred Gwynn, Elspeth Eric, Bernard Grant, and Russell Horton. The entire production was under the direction of Hyman Brown. Radio Mystery Theater was sponsored in part by Raven House Paperback Mysteries. This is Tommy Grimes, inviting you to return to our mystery theater for another adventure in the macabre. Until next time. Pleasant dreams. <laughs>